Welcome to Making Michaela. I'm your host, Michaela Lacey, a 19-year-old marketing student, marketing intern, content creator, and part-time server. As a young woman who is about to be navigating her 20s, I've realized how confusing the real world can be. So in this podcast, I'll be chatting with experts in topics ranging from wellness to networking and having girl chats with friends from relationships to finding your career path. All to help you and me build our best aligned lives because no, you're not alone. Growing up is hard. I hope this episode brings some sort of value to your journey. And if it does, please don't forget get to rate, review, and follow the show. Hello, and welcome back to Making Michaela. Today is another solo episode. I will be having guests on soon. Do not worry. It's just really hard to find people in Dallas, honestly, especially for your niche. I think that next we're going to have either one more solo episode or an episode maybe with me and Masai, and then we're going to have on a guest that's very wellness-focused, so stay tuned for that. I'm also in the process of switching studios, so I'm kind of trying to figure all of that out and how that's going to be working out, especially with just like the memberships that happen and how you're financing it, so it's a whole thing that's going on right now. Today's vibes are Christmassy. I actually had a really sad day today. Well, that's actually so dramatic. It was not that sad, but I just am so tired. I worked a really long shift yesterday and ended up closing and then opened this morning. And honestly, my feet are just so tired, which, wow, like people are dying. And then a friend disappointed me, which if anybody that I know is listening to this, you're like, what is happening? Because I never say that. And it's really hard for me to be disappointed just because... I'm so chill, like I never care, but someone really disappointed me and it was sad and I am just, it was just not the best day, but I knew that I'd be recording and me and my boyfriend went and bought matching Christmas pajamas, literally from Walmart. They were $10, but they're the softest thing I've ever felt. So I would actually recommend going just to boost a little serotonin if you're wanting it. They're just red and white and say Christmas on them, like little Christmas things. And it's like stupid, but it's actually a little bit cute, just the tiniest bit. And then I got ice cream. So now I actually feel better and I'm ready to give all of my gift ideas. The episode title is a broke girl's gift guide and I'm not calling you broke. I'm calling me broke because these are all of the things that I do because I am poor And it's just really hard whenever you're young and you're a student and you're trying to find gifts for people. It's been hard for me even this year, even though I haven't even really started gift shopping too much. I've just been shocked because a lot of people have been mentioning that they're getting me gifts and I normally get like two to three people gifts, quite honestly. And now I have to get more people gifts because they're telling me that they're getting me gifts and I have to reciprocate. So I'm like, oh my God, I was not prepared for this at all. These are the ways that I'm going to try to be more prepared and not have a panic attack right before Christmas because why'd we do that to ourselves? It's the holiday. We should relax and being prepared, I found, is just the easiest way to do it, which kind of sucks because you just want to be lazy, but put the work in and you can relax. So number one, we're going to start with ways that you can save money and budget. It kind of depends on what your schedule is like. If you work a salary, you can't really do this. But if you're doing a job like serving like I am, then I would just work an extra shift a week. Just picking up one can help a ton, especially if you're in the service industry. You could make like 200 to 400 a night just picking up an extra shift. I think that's pretty good money to be budgeting for gifts. Another thing that I would do just so that everybody's clear is if somebody is 
getting you a gift and you didn't really expect them to get you a gift and they're kind of mentioning that they're going to get you one or asking what you want, you can ask them to set a limit like, hey, I think that we should try to do within the range of $15 to $30, $40 to $50, something like that, just so that you guys both have an idea of what's going on and nobody is confused. I feel like a lot of random things can happen and you're just like, why did you get me this and I got you like a flower? What's happening? Easy to do that and set some expectations and you'll also know kind of the budget that you have to put aside anyways. You can try to save an extra $20 to $50 a week and ways that I would do that is say no to occasions that involve spending money that you're feeling iffy about. Sometimes whenever you're going out, or people ask you to do something like, oh, do you want to go out to eat? Or do you want to go to this fast food really quick? And you're just like, sure, whatever. But it's not actually going to be a fun time. It's not actually something that you're looking forward to. You're just like, oh yeah, I guess. If you're just like that, then why are you spending money? Just make food at home or just stay home and do something else if you aren't really excited about it. I don't really think there's any reason to be doing that. And I guess that's just a budgeting tip in general, but especially for the holidays, It's really easy to rationalize it by saying that I'm going to spend this money on something that's going to be more meaningful to somebody else. Things like getting food alone or buying alcohol to drink alone, or you can maybe even skip the pastry at the coffee shop because I've been in a really nasty habit, which isn't nasty, whatever. Everybody does it and everybody deserves it, but I've been buying a pastry or two every single time I get coffee. (laughs) So just skip it. Save the $5 like per day and boom, you've got, what's five times seven? I don't know, like $35 saved away. That'd be so embarrassing. It wasn't 35. I'm not going to do the math. When you're looking for a good gift, you can start by going through the person's daily routine and find gifts that will elevate it. And that ensures that they will actually use it for myself. If anybody wants to get me a gift, let me go through my daily routine and kind of make examples out of it. In the morning, whenever I'm making my warm lemon water, maybe you can get Maybe you could get me a new mug that's cute. Maybe you know that I don't really have any cute mugs and that would just elevate my daily routine because it would just make my day a little bit cuter and brighter. This is something so random, but I really want to get it done. Like if and this is something that requires a lot more work. You can just do this for a random friend. It probably have to be for someone really close. They'd probably have to know about it. But if your car doesn't have a remote start to make it warm up in the morning, My mom wanted to get me this a few years ago and I said that I wanted money instead and I really regret saying that because I was just a broke teenager that wanted money. But I really regret saying that because I really wish that I had a remote start so that my car would warm up before I get into it. That's something that just elevates your quality of life and every single day you're using it and you're just so grateful for it. So that's a really random thing. But to give you an idea of what I'm kind of talking about, I am the queen of handmade gifts. I can be pretty artistic and creative and I love to paint. I remember the first time I made Ian a card. It was for Christmas. We started dating December 14th, so it was what, 11 days after we started dating? I was obsessed. Well, I'm still obsessed, obviously, but I was so obsessed with him. And so I wrote out a love letter on my notes for days. I was figuring out this love letter and how I was going to write it. And I was rewording things and going back and editing it just so that I could write it onto his card perfectly. And I handmade a card out of construction paper. Like, a, I got a normal paper. I burnt the edges of it like, like a olden times love letter wrote in red on the front like merry christmas and i wrote the love letter 
in the tiniest handwriting you could ever see. It looked like a little elf wrote it. It was so small. My hand was cramping. It took me so long to write because my hand was cramping so hard. It took me forever. And I kissed the end of it with red lipstick and it was iconic. It was so cute. It was the cutest thing ever. And then I gave him his Christmas present. I, of course, got him a present too. And with the card, he opened it and he was like, <gasps> like so shocked that it literally looked like a full-blown novel. He, I think he was terrified. It was sweet. And of course, we keep all of our cards. So I read it the other day and it's so funny to look back on it. And just like, wow, these are the things that I was saying. Like, I sound like a psychopath. Well, I didn't. I was just in love and still am. But it's funny to look back on. That's a really good plus of cards too. It's so fun to look back on. You don't even have to do a full-on card. Something that you can do that my best friend Masai does is she writes little notes with her gifts. So whenever she gets me gifts, she'll probably do a few small things, maybe some big things all together. And then she'll write a cute little note with everything and put like little ribbon and attach it to the present of why she got it, like what she was thinking of when she got it for me, just cute little things like that. And it's just so cute to look back on like, oh, that was your thought process when you got it for me. And it's just really personalized and means a lot. Other things that you can do are customization, just little things that you can even thrift, like a cool lighter, a cool old brush, some candles, even candle holders, or maybe even you can make them your own mug or glass and you can just customize it with paint, maybe ribbon, something that's meaningful to them. I have done a lot of customization things, mainly for Ian. I painted him a skateboard and the idea that I did was, it was the back of a skateboard, which is like, which is pretty basic, but what are you going to do? There's so many things you can paint. And I made it like a piece of note paper with the lines on it, like the blue lines and the red top line. Ian has a lot of tattoos that he's done on himself. And so I secretly, well, I already had pictures of his tattoos. I drew all of his tattoos on the notebook paper, like they were doodles that he was drawing. I painted Ian's ink at the top is like what I titled the little page. And it was so cute. Like, I'm not going to lie. I slayed that. Just little things where you're really thinking about them like that means so much. And that probably cost, well, the skateboard was like, actually, it was cheap. It was like $30 on Amazon. I just got a shitty skateboard because I knew he wasn't going to use it. And the paint I already had from my parents' craft closet. So that was a cheap gift. And it was so cute, so thoughtful. And he cried when he got it. So points. I also customized another thing, which, of course, this goes for all different types of things. You can do this on anything. I did a bong for him, which is, ew, gross. The thing, <laughs> the things that I'm, like, revealing about Ian, like, I paint him a skateboard and a bong makes him sound like, do not perceive him. I bought a bong and then I painted it with little, like, memory bubbles because we had just gone on our trip to Iselholbosch, our very first vacation together. It was for, I think we'd been together for six months. I painted little pictures of us that I had of us together, like, the scene of what our the outside of our window, our view looking out was. I painted that inside of a little memory bubble with like shading. So it was like a little bubble floating up. And then I did the tequila that we always bought. I painted and it was floating up. And then I did the hammock that we slept in. Oh, whenever we did the kayak for bioluminescence, I did a little kayak in the ocean with the bioluminescence and in a little memory bubble. And there were just little memory bubbles floating around that I painted of different memories that we had on our first vacation. And it was so freaking cute. I just love little personalized gifts like that. You really have to try to get creative with it. You could probably ask ChatGPT something about it. 
ask them to come up with something creative. Use it to your advantage, honestly. I was just thinking of that because I'm looking at my doc right now and ChatGPT's uh, tab that I have open. So, so random. But that would really help a lot because it is really hard to come up with ideas. I'm kind of stunned, honestly. After you paint so many things, you're like, what am I going to do? I don't really know. You can also do a scrapbook. Those are always really cute. It can be of tons of different themes. You could do, you know, vacations you've been on, maybe like a girl's trip kind of scrapbook. Maybe if you went on a girl's trip with your friend or like the different things that you guys have done together, like different little friend dates that you've had, or maybe your favorite restaurants, just something to give them so that they have a restaurant guide, maybe your favorite recipes. There's so many different things that you could give, especially if somebody's interested in something that you're kind of an expert on. Like if you're a wellness girl and one of your friends is always asking you about wellness, they really want to get into it. Maybe make them a personalized little guide for them or a little scrapbook of just knowledge that they can look back on because they're trying to get into it. And that just shows that you're putting a lot of effort into them and you're thinking about them. And it's just a really cute way to do things. You can also customize clothing. This one can be kind of hard because not everybody knows how to sew, but also you don't always need to sew. You can always buy some kind of like jeans or something and paint something cute on them, even rhinestone them or like not rhinestone. I hope you know what I mean in a cute way. You can customize jackets. You can embroider jackets. You can get your girlfriends all matching sweatshirts and maybe embroider everybody's initials on the sleeve, embroider heart on the sleeve, embroider something meaningful. There's so many ways that you can customize stuff. Handmade gifts are just the best. Like, how are you going to beat that? I am going to talk about my Christmas list. If anybody is needing some inspo of things that are not handmade. And I'm also going to tell you how to craft an amazing Christmas list. I've recently been in this rut of just asking for money because I just want money because I think that it's maybe easier. I don't know. But it's been really sad because it's just not fun. You just get an envelope or a card with money in it and it's just not fun at all. You don't get to open anything. You don't give people the chance to get to think about you. It's just not a fun thing at all and my parents hate it. And I finally blessed them with a beautiful Christmas list instead of asking for money. This is how I like to do it. I, of course, title it Michaela's Christmas List or Blank's Christmas List with some cute little emojis like a Christmas tree and a bow. And this is on Google Docs, of course. You can do it on anything, though. I used to do it on Notes, but I think it's just easier to do a doc because you can share the link to everybody because not everybody has iPhones, especially not other older family members. So that's the easiest way for me. I started number one with good skincare. I put it as my number one priority because my skin is very painful right now and it makes me sad. I pretty much just did all of these skin better products that I could possibly fit onto this list. All I want is skin better products. They're so expensive, which really sucks and I am scared of having to upkeep it. But I think that we're just going to see what happens because it's my number one priority. Stopping my skin from breaking out is really going to make my quality of life so much better. And if you are having acne problems, I would recommend looking into Skin Better and also looking into the Dallas Esthetician. I trust her with my life. So that's the only reason that I'm asking for these products because she preaches them every single day, probably like 30 times a day. I watch her story. It's insane the way that woman works. She's literally a machine. She is posting about them 30 times a day. I swear. It's insane. I also put on the Tower 28 SOS spray. I know there's an Amazon dupe as well, but whichever one, I don't care. I want to try it because whenever I'm working out, I hear that's really good for after. 
And it's also a way cheaper option. It's way cheaper than Skin Better products. So if somebody does not have the budget, if a family member is wanting to get something a little bit smaller, they can choose that one. I also have the Jolie Showerhead, which is super expensive, but I got the Filter Baby and I'm loving it. It really makes my skin feel so much more hydrated because it's filtering out the chlorine that really makes your skin dry. And I want to see the same effect for my hair because it's not a shower head, it's a sink filter, the filter baby. So the Jolie is shower head filter and I really want to get that same benefit for the rest of my body and my hair. That one's a little bit more expensive though as well. My next section is clothing. We are focused on quality basics this year because I'm a thrifting girl through and through and that really helps me find a lot of unique pieces but at the end of the day I have no basics especially no quality basics. I have like two things that I got from Skims, but Skims is honestly expensive and I just find it so much more appealing to thrift and get so many more things for so much cheaper, but it is a consumption problem because I like to wear statement pieces once and that's a problem that I'm recognizing and I really just want to focus on quality basics instead. This sounds silly, but I feel like whenever you're getting older basics become so much more apparent and appealing to you. So that's something that I'm really trying to focus on. Some things that I put in that clothing are free people shirts, the low back seamless long sleeve, the off the shoulder long sleeve. I love anything off the shoulder that shows decollete. I think it's so elegant and beautiful. I also wanted the Adenala unitard, which I feel like there's definitely some dupes on TikTok shop, but I know that the quality is not the same at all. So I have to stop myself and be like, wait, we're focusing on quality basics. So Adenala it is. I also have just a new robe just from Amazon, which is kind of lame, but it's just a light pink robe. I feel like my robe is really disgusting and it honestly has a lot of really gross stains on it, which yuck. And I really need a new one. I want a new tote. I love my aloe bag, but it is ginormous and I just need a normal, elegant. I want the Longchamp La, La Pliage? La Pliage tote, I think is what it's called. Um, My bestie has the black one. I want the white one. Of course, I have on some Skims shirts, just the long sleeve ones, and some Skims pants, some Abercrombie pants, some, ooh, Olibro's Pilates socks. They are so cute. I have never heard of them before, but then I saw them on my TikTok just from their marketing team. And they have the cutest Pilates socks. It says Pilates and Martinis, and it has a little bow and a little martini glass. And the colors are a dark green and a baby pink, which is the exact colors of my favorite Pilates studio that I go to all the time. So I would be twinning with them. I just thought it was perfect. And they're super affordable, only $18 some lululemon sweatpants and a sweatshirt a little a little set moment i actually got two lululemon sets of just like the leggings and a top for my birthday because my bestie and ian both thought that i need to get some really good quality workout sets this may be controversial but i did not love the quality i actually thought that set active and my bowen t ones were better but I think that their sweatpants and sweatshirts might be better. I also just need to look at Aritzia, but uh, the prices are hard, but the prices are the same as Lululemon, so I need to be looking there. Honestly, I should delete that and go with Aritzia. Some stuff from the Set Active Sleep Collection that they just released, I really want to try. I really love the red color that they have. I think it's really pretty. And that is all for my clothing section currently. Whenever I see something, I also just add it. This is kind of now just my 
long-standing wish list I feel like I'm going to go back to. The next section is productivity. This is the last section, by the way. I only have three things on here. I already got a walking pad. It's really cute and it's pink. My mom got it for me as an early Christmas present, but now I need a standing desk to go with it because I can't just watch TV, but I feel like to be max productive, I need the standing desk that goes with it so that I can actually be really productive while I'm walking. I really want a dot card if you haven't heard of it. It's basically a it looks like a credit card, but it's a business card and you can tap it just like how you tap the wireless credit cards onto people's phones and it gives them all of your links, all your information. So that's super duper easy to network. And I think that as you're coming of age, just a really nice thing to have and it just looks really cool. So I really wanted that and it's super cheap. Honestly, it's only $20, which I feel like is a really fair price. And the last thing on my list is a Kindle. I really want to read I used to be the biggest reader ever. I used to love reading so much, but my I used to have a Nook and my Nook had Instagram on it. And so then I just started going to Instagram whenever I was a kid and stopped reading. And I don't really love paper books. I never really have. That's why I had a Nook whenever I was a kid. Although I did read the whole Harry Potter series paper. I just want a Kindle so that I can read at night and I want to read fantasy books. That's my current dream is to read fantasy books. That is the end of my list and... That is surprisingly all I have for you today. I think it's a little bit of a shorter episode. Be ready to hear some wellness content coming soon with some really fun guests. Both of my guests that I have lined up next are wellness, although they're a little bit spaced out, so we will see what happens there. But that was my gift guide for the Broke Girls, aka me. I hope that it was somewhat helpful, and I hope that you have the best Christmas season ever. Good luck making your creative gifts, besties. See you in the next one. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of the episode. I hope it brought you value. And if it did, please don't forget to rate and review the show, letting me know any feedback, guests I should have on, or topics I should talk about. If you want to stick around, please make sure to follow the show. No review or follow goes unnoticed. And I am so, so grateful for every single one. If you're interested in my content on other platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok, they will be linked in the show notes. See you soon.